Well, hello, and I would like to extend a warm, cringe evangelical welcome to you all today. Today's subject is vacation Bible school, something that ex-evangelical, evangelical, non-evangelical Christians, nothings, everybody has seen a sign for VBS in the U.S., I should say. This is a very United States white person thing to do. Um, but one moment. <coughs> But we are doing Vacation Bible School, and since I'm sort of uh, feeling weird that I uh, make a lot of people, well, I don't make them, they volunteer, but I do have people come on here and talk about their own stuff, their own groups. We're going to we're gonna do the VBS I went to as a kid. Now, I did go to VBS every year it was available. Um, I actually have really positive memories from VBS because it is really just summer summer babysitting in a church basically i mean like you don't really have to get anything out of it um i will say and i am realizing this now like again uh i was a child when i was at vbs but like the goal of this group in my church and like all these people or vbs was to convert children and specifically to convert children to get their parents in as well um so it was a use the kid to get the whole family into the church type deal which i mean Part of that's capitalism, baby. I'm not going to get into that, but part of that's like, yeah, you want the numbers, but you're really looking for that uh, sick, sick paybook your parents have. Um, you know, you get a rich kid to VBS and the pastors were just foaming at the mouth for their parents to come and just dump the pocketbook into the church. So that's kind of, I mean, like, let's be real. That's why we're dumping money into VBS. It's to improve numbers. It, it, they'll say it's for the community. It, it's a it's a self-serving thing um and parents love it because it's free babysitting when uh daycare out there is not cheap so that's kind of what vbs is it's usually monday through friday it can either be a full day or a half day um and it's just you shove some kids into preschool but the preschool is all about really uh, really loving god um i actually don't if you truly do a vbs to be like just like a week-long little fun thing for the community that's fine i just find a lot of vbs's to be um backhanded and that they're really trying to do something else there the group um, that did my vbs called regular baptist press building lives by the book the book being the bible um it is a group from general association of regular baptist churches the girbc that is kind of like the cowboy church where it's not its own denomination it's just a group of independent churches that have decided to basically be super problematic young earth creationists bigoted homophobe i mean the list is long they're bad people these are these are i'm gonna say it actively bad people and if you want to know why your politics are going a certain way this is one of the groups that have been uh helping people lobby in albany and washington dc so get excited i guess anyway um but they do have a lot of cringe because you know the general education level of these folks is high school at best um i don't count bible colleges where they make you make the you know like do little crafts about stuff as an actual college experience if if you don't take at least one legit class and one of those classes can't be called ministry of pastors wives it doesn't count anyway um that was a lot of rambling just to introduce vbs and not the lucy dacus song although i do recommend listening to it um i'm gonna do a little break and we're going to read through the vbs okay kids are we ready 
are we fucking ready sorry for swearing i don't know i apologize anyway are we ready for vbs now we have a press release it came out last year in june for this year's vbs because this is a big this is a big deal i don't know what to say this is you know this is everything um vbs for immediate release churches and their communities are invited to a dinormous time of learning and fun at stompers and chompers building dino-sized faith in god's big plan you know on the surface when just this first line makes it like yeah like it seems kind of harmless i think most non-christians would be weirded out by the term building dino-sized faith in god's big plan but most people might see it as comforting like oh someone's there to protect me type thing i think that's how most people when they hear god's plan realistically like to think about it it's like a safety thing but let's just continue on i just wanted to explain that little part it's, it's a it's another one of those word salads that has a lot of different meanings anyway this world of dinosaurs theme allows kids to explore our world before the flood complete with fun loving characters lush jungle environments and dino sized experiences now i just like to start out with dinosaurs came in like a lot of sizes like and i get like a lot of people use dino size this is actually something that kind of annoys me even with like the stupid dino nugget like just everyone acts like all dinosaurs were massive they weren't like there were small ones i've seen land before time the little flying guy he's not big that's not huge like come on come on like this <sighs> anyway that's just a me thing I would like to explain the before the flood thing to people who went to science class. Um, yeah, science is great. I have a lot of embarrassing moments from science class because of this particular thing I'm about to bring up, and that is the belief that the dinosaurs lived with humans, like together in the Garden of Eden. And then for some reason, when Noah's Ark like happened, you know, the big flood, like Christian, like evangelical fundamentalist Christians, are actually split like they will not go to like certain church events or colleges and stuff that teach evolution or or because this is not an evolution thing but or just teaching that like things like the book of genesis is generally like not a historic record like adam and eve i'm just gonna say it they weren't real people that is just classic for that like region um this is why pastors are pastors and theologians and religious folks literature folks do literature <laughs> and scientists do science stay in your lane and if you need help talk to someone who's an expert because one of the biggest issues is if at the basis and this is going to be a long one but if they could believe or at least be allowed to believe that the book of Genesis, specifically the creation narrative, is just in line with Middle Eastern like ways of framing the world. Like it's very similar to other mythology. Um, this is one of the reasons I think fundamentalists isolate their children because, like for example, when I was a kid, I was asking questions because I was a huge fan of like Greek mythology and like stories about like you know how the armadillo got its skin or you know think stories like that like the folklore and everything and when you read that and you see the similarities it will raise questions because you'll notice like patterns in the literature patterns in the like uh, framework of the story and so forth um 
So yeah, so they really believe Adam and Eve, like seven day creation, they believe Adam and Eve were real and they believe the flood happened, God damn the earth, and somehow the dinosaurs were not to be chosen to go on the ark. They didn't make the cut like alligators did, but dinosaurs didn't like make it make sense. And so dinosaurs died in the flood and that's when the dinosaurs left. It wasn't anything else we thought. It was it was the flood. Um, I don't it's just uh it's really illogical and it's sad because there are like really arrogant like i think we've all run into an arrogant atheist bro like scientist who are just jerks to everyone um and i don't think that's helped the discussion i a really good documentary that kind of talks about this is the flat earth documentary on netflix not that we stand netflix right now but they do talk about this and some of the scientists talk about how conspiracy theories theories also do well when people are not treated with like dignity and respect and so things like like thinking that adam and eve like hung out with dinosaurs like for realsies that's a thing and i'm taking a long time to explain it because you have to remember like there are people like if they're like if you're homeschooled and then you're like second generation and you homeschool your kids like you're freaking isolated like that's like a big part of it is isolating yourself from other information so i just wanted to highlight that now that we've gone on for like five minutes about that um <laughs> but anyway let's continue on we have a press release for this dino this dino group stompers and chompers is the kind of place kids dream about a whimsical world where dinosaurs roam and play i'm sorry i watched jurassic park it was a whimsical world for a total of 10 minutes. And after that, Newman from Seinfeld is getting eaten. Like, I no. Like, stop saying that. It No. No. It wasn't cool. Dinosaurs eat you. They are carnivores. Except, except for some weren't. But, like, most of them were carnivores, from my knowledge. Like, if they want a whimsical world to roam and play with animals, they can go to the woods. Try that. Kids love dinosaurs, and many adults do too. <laughs> and they'll love stompers and chompers. RBP's creative manager of VBS said they have a creative manager of VBS. They will really give a mediocre white man any made-up job. Wow. Oh, yeah. We, that's the other thing I forgot to say. Women can't hold any, like, serious jobs in this. Like, even VBS can't. It has to have a male leader with the woman in most cases. I need that to be very clear. Um, the lessons and activities are filled with dino-approved fun. Students will learn about God creating dinosaurs and will meet all kinds of dinosaur friends in his fascinating world. Now, you would think because it's about like dinosaurs, it could like your stories. Now, I will say this in defense of like just like an innocuous VBS. A lot of VBSs are just like, today we're going to learn about honesty. Today we're going to learn about obedience, which I have mixed feelings about that. But um, or like just simple things that you might see in like an episode of like, you know, the Arthur or something. Um, no, every single. So the regular Baptist Press's VBS is noted by it's like the Center for Evangelizing Children, which is a group solely about evangelizing children in the like evangelical fundamentalist christianity so every single theme ends up with the like gospel salvation story which is pretty baptist coded a lot of baptist churches they just do it at the end of every sermon that's like a common thing um 
it's just really intense and like i can even remember and as a kid like i was just so used to it but like they literally will like tell kids like when you die like you don't know where you're going like i'm talking like three and four year old kids like they're talking straight up about like death hell all this stuff i think that if like a parent wants to tell their kid about that that is like on the parent I mean, this is kind of a sticky situation because obviously like school has things, but I think like most parents don't know they're like bringing their kids somewhere where like someone's being like, and your name's going to be on this headstone one day. And like, you could be with Satan or you could be with Jesus. I don't know. Also, you're eight years old and this is your first time in a church. Like that's just intense. I don't know. Very, very wild, um, very punishment focused, uh, like negative reinforcement type stuff. All right, so we're going to learn ageless truths from the faith and failures of some of the first people in the Bible. We're going to learn about creation, young earth creation, of course. Building faith in God's design, purpose for Adam and Eve. That is, um, I'm just going to tell you right now, I haven't read it, but I know enough that the purpose for Adam and Eve is going to break down gender binary differences. So I'm probably not going to break that one down, but just know like that's what they're what they're doing yeah building faith in god's grace the fall the fall being um when eve ate the apple or whatever they think it is and then cain and abel story again cain and abel low-key intense story to tell children like that time this brother bludgeoned his brother to death holy frick like that's just wild how much would you pay me to go in and just read like the the neil gaiman salmon version of cain and abel like crash the vbs anyway Lesson four, building faith in God's warnings, the flood. Now, this is interesting. Um, They said this is about pre-flood dinosaurs, but it looks like in lesson four, like, do they take the dinosaurs down and kill them and then remake the world with new animals? Like, is that what we're doing here? Because, like, I was promised full-blown dinosaurs all five days, but you're telling me the flood's coming to kill them day four. So what's day five going to be? I didn't think that one through, did they? Lesson five, oh, I guess they have to make it a freaking evangelical you're going to hell so get saved now kids story um building faith in god's promise abraham christ jesus oh oh i know okay i'm not gonna say it until i confirm it but i have a very uh i feel a certain way about the anti-semitism of where lesson five may be going or at least the appropriation of jewish culture and ideals um so we are passionate about what will happen through the Bible lessons. Kids' faith is under attack today like never before. Keep that in mind. Like This is an underdog lesson. We're under attack. you got to get your kid to VBS. But stompers and chompers will help build their faith in God and his plan. They'll go back to the beginning. They'll learn that God was faithful to his plan and his promises, even when they, people blew it. And students that begin to know and believe that God has a beautiful design for their own lives... They will walk away from stompers and chompers knowing what to believe and why to believe it. I love that they're called, they're like, he calls it the why factor. They'll know how they too can follow God's big plan for them. So I'm going to read between the lines. Kids' faith is under attack like never before, but we'll build their faith from the beginning. We're going to make it so that from the beginning, God didn't say gay people, which is why the Adam and Eve thing is here and trans people and all these like Republican dog whistles. They're taking, they're taking the bait. They're taking the low hanging fruit and reworking it into something that seems innocuous. But you know, like that's what they're doing. We're gonna start from the beginning and teach you why science is wrong and teach you why, you know, 
gender is, it shouldn't be something you reflect on or anything else. So that's, I mean, come on. And I can feel confident saying this, knowing that I've been in these situations where you think it's one thing and then it's something like wildly offensive. The lessons and stompers and chompers are designed for flexibility. Churches can tailor them to any size or kind of VBS. A one size does not fit all in churches, communities, and kids' ministries, and that's where a VBS like stompers and chompers shines, as inherent flexibility, whatever shape your VBS may take. Or even if you don't call it VBS, we have an excellent choice. The lessons are both evangelistic and edifying. Churches will teach the gospel to unbelievers while teaching believers how to share the gospel and grow in their faith in God's big plan. Again, like this huge push to like get kids in school, like, yeah. In fact, the gospel is so well integrated into the program that churches can use even snack time as an opportunity to encourage faith. Uh, poor kids can't even get two seconds to themselves. That's one of the reasons RBP is known as the evangelistic VBS. Stompers and Choppers offers its age-appropriate Bible study for every room from 2 to 102. Once you hit 103, inappropriate, however. To learn more, visit our VBS website. You can order your own Stompers and Choppers introductory kit only in the KGV or NKGV Bible. Fantastic. About regular Baptist Press, we offer a curriculum of VBS and midweek programs, Bible studies, books, and training seminars. Oh, we'll be back to RBP. Their women's programming is deeply special in a traumatic way to me. It's going to take a while to do that one, but it's there's some good shit in there. Um, yeah, so let's look at I am most interested I'm most interested in how they're going to pull this Abraham thing because I think I know what they're going to do and it's going to really tick me off. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'd also like to know, like, the artwork and stuff in this is actually not very bad. Um, I mean, it's very, like, childish, but they have a lot of videos, too, by the way. Uh, Yeah. They have a lot of videos um, about memory verses and stuff, kind of like the warrior camp we talked about last week. Um... So the first one's just about creation. The, the objective is students will believe and follow God's word because he spoke the universe into existence. I think that's an interesting objective, and I'm going to explain. Um, a lot of Christians see, like, Christianity as a relationship. And I think the key with relationship is like a back and forth, like a two-way street. Assuming a relationship with God is just we will believe and follow him because he spoke the universe into existence is a it's not a relationship. It's a fear based following because someone was so powerful that you have to basically follow them and that kind of thing. I'm not saying that's totally. I just think it's interesting. Like it makes sense why like relationships like romantic ones in these cultures are also very much based on men have power. So I must follow them instead of like we have a like actual like we talk to each other type thing you know i think that that makes sense and so when you you build the entire relationship with god that way it, ma it makes sense um the next one is well exactly what i said understanding god's design for us this is the adam and eve one they'll embrace god's special design for us by following his plan again they're being very vague but like students will embrace god's special design for us basically means you will be a cisgender straight child you will dress like a white midwesterner and then if you live if you live out of the country it's okay to wear something as long as it's not you know immodest so you know there's gonna be like purity culture in there too but yeah there's gonna be a lot that's gonna be like a very shamey one you can tell um 
There's also like a picture, and I don't know where this is coming from. I think it's supposed to be Adam coming into existence, but it's like a man who looks like he should be a mermaid, but I think it's supposed to be dirt and also something like there's like a scent coming under. I think that's supposed to be the air coming into him, but it looks like he's just uh, coming out of like a sand beach thing. Like, you know, when they people fall asleep on the beach and put the sand on them, it looks like he's crawling out of that to go to dinner more than anything. So that's exciting. Ooh, I like this one because it's about the fall. And instead of like making it equal, like Adam and Eve equally did this, they just have Eve right up there. Like she, it's all her. Screw women. This is the first thing they've talked about women to the whole time. Wow. Wow. I love the artwork. The objective of day three is students will believe they are sinners and accept God's grace. So it's already day three and you're already pushing kids to say they're basically inherently awful and they need to accept God's grace. Like it's already there. Again, as young as two, there will be children as young as two hearing this stuff. That's a lot. The next is Noah's Ark. We already talked a lot about Noah's Ark. Um, I was interested how they were going to do this, how they're framing it is like day three is we're going to get a bunch of kids saved and then they're going to use four and five to teach them how to be good Christians. That's the goal. Two days to teach the lesson. Day three, get them. Four and five, disciple them. Like this is five day plan. We got them. So the objective for day four is students will believe in God's warnings and accept his only plan for eternal rescue. We're for any kid who maybe didn't convert day three, day four, we got them. And then we're also going to say that he's the only one that can rescue us eternally. So it's also this all or nothing. Now, this is the big one. This is the Abraham one. And this is where I'm very nervous. The objective is students will believe and share God's promise blessing through the gospel. So now we've converted the kids. Now they're going to go out and do the same thing. The reasoning is that the theme is God kept his promise to bless the world through Abraham, making salvation available to all. Now, this wording is dangerous. A, Abraham is a, like the Judaic Okay, we're not Jewish. We're Christian. We're Gentiles. He should not be in the making salvation available to all discussion. If you are a Christian, that idea is Jesus Christ. I don't know why. We're like, like, I understand like, oh, Abraham brought forth whatever. No, like Abraham, like that's a Jewish history thing. You can talk about him in the Christian context. But using him as he's just the catalyst for us to get to this is kind of, well, no, it's not kind of. It's big, big big bad that's not good that's really yeah i kind of i was wait, like there's a lot of anti-semitism um in evangelical christianity even more than i even realized uh, a good look there's a six episode series called the rehearsal um with nathan fielder on well what was hbo max um and you get to see it up front and how damaging it is uh for children and for just adults it's very interesting um I'm not going to speak further on that. I'm not Jewish. It's just something that really bothers me. Um, Yeah. Anyway. So the other thing they're doing is it says with RBP VBS, no teacher ever has to be without a copy of the salvation message. We have a fully integrated gospel centered program that weaves the salvation message into each lesson. And what they did is they made these little posters and it says, how can I become God's child with like cutesy little dinosaurs on it? And it has the it literally says the ABCs to become a Christian. A, admit that you are a sinner. 
B, believe who Jesus is and what Jesus did. C, choose to trust in Jesus. They're giving children like this, oh, it's so simple, three-step program to being a Christian and like saving your whole life. That's an intense thing to tell a kid. And it's endorsed, like I said, by the largest evangelistic outreach ministry to children. It's called the CEF, Children's Evangelistic Foundation. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I thought like the classroom materials you can look at because I kind of looked at the website. I was looking at a bunch of BBSs to find my own. Um, you know, they have like little gifts because there's always like a shopping center where you're in points and stuff. There's crafts. I mean, so, like again, like crafts, gifts, music. I mean, some of the songs are a lot, but they have an evangelism section and you can give kids gospel bookmarks, salvation tracks, family fun sheets. It's a very, yeah. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. And the goal is for you to go to that specific church after you've converted. That's why they want you converted right there. Lots of awesome decorating options. You can get blow-up dinosaurs to just plaster around your church. Um, they have their muse. Oh, they have puppet shows with Theo the Triceratops. And let's just look at the songs. Um, I'm not going to, it's all videos for the songs, but let's just play some of the songs. Let's see what we got going here. You know, this is, um, this is high quality content. This is high quality BBS. So we have the, you know, the classic stompers and chompers. I'm not able to get lyrics, um, which is very unfortunate for me personally. I wanted lyrics. We have the do the dinosaur song, which, mm, yeah, we have that's the power of faith. We have two puppet scripts when you can't listen to like the full script. One is I listen to a little bit of one and instead of putting in like stomping noises, they made the actor say stomp, 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 stomp. And I couldn't do it after that. They just, it is 2023. Come on. So, yeah, that's some of our music. And then the rest is all just like really old contemporary Christian Ooh, oh yeah i forgot to say this so each uh one has like a mission organization they like raise money for each vbs at least in this group there's this operation hope providing a future for impoverished kids and by impoverished kids i'm not joking they have a poster with two children that are clearly from africa haiti one of those regions they are people of color they do not have shirts on um they again minor children their faces aren't showing which is actually better than most but they they aren't wearing shirts um again just like you would never allow your shirtless child to be on a poster like in another country like promoting your nonprofit. so why is it okay for these african haitian i don't know where they're from let me see oh malawi yeah these african children these children from malawi why is it okay for them and furthermore why are we positing that the only impoverished places are not are are in are in like africa haiti um southeast asia like no like they're they are different cultures frankly it's due to christo-fascist imperialism and colonialization that has led to this so just stop acting like you're the heroes and I mean, come on, this is not helpful. You're not, no, no. This one really makes me mad. In countries like Malawi, many children have little hope. Really? How would you know? Do you speak the language? I don't think you do. They are often hungry and have a 
good education is out of reach. Explain good education, because last time I checked, indigenous people didn't have school like us, but they're pretty smart, smart enough not to set the earth on fire like we have. Also, why are they off? Whatever. They're probably often hungry because we stole all their food for like quinoa or something. Uh, Because these. Oh, yeah, that's another. Sorry, I just dropped the quinoa thing. I'll explain that at the end. Anyway, because these children don't have resources, they have little hope for the future. Wouldn't it be wonderful if these kids could look forward to life being better someday? I don't know. Have you looked in your own backyard, America? We can make a real difference now and for eternity, for many of them, through Operation Hope. A gift of $25 will provide food, clothing, and shoes for one child. For 30, three kids can have Bibles of their own. Oh, well, what are they going to do with that Bible? These starving, hopeless children, will they read it? in the language they don't speak, if they even read. I hope the Bible feeds them dinner tonight and gets them out of the colonial disaster that we've caused. Christ. $40 $40 will provide children's books that will help eight kids learn about people in the Bible. $60, a group of kids could receive two soccer balls so they can be healthy and have fun. Oh my God. $200 will provide school supplies. And I'm guessing the schools are just some white women that showed up to like without even like like I, I, this is a thing that happens and this has actually gotten a couple groups shut down um unqualified like white people just go and teach like they know what they're doing in these countries because you know their education isn't as important as my kids Ugh. oh yeah yeah so that's vbs that's kind of like the dark side of vbs i don't really have very many i don't have very many like cringe cringe stories with vbs the only thing I wanted to circle back with is um, I recognize like I made that quinoa comment. And I realize a lot of vegans and vegetarians listen to this. And uh, I understand that like all everything, everything you buy, like under capitalism is inherently like a little dirty. Like it's not capitalism is generally unethical. Um, that's my personal belief, whatever. Uh, I think that so what's happened is um quinoa is obviously a huge a huge commodity for people who don't eat meat and there's a lot of good environmental and ethical reasons not to eat meat i am not vegan a vegetarian part of this is because frankly i have lived in costa rica nicaragua and i've been to panama um when i was down there and i've seen food production i can tell you if you think that you are you know just note that uh you're not helping the environment any by like eating bananas and pineapples and such anyhow um but quinoa was like this mega food for an indigenous group i believe it's in peru i'm gonna have to look it up and probably retell the story next episode um and what happened is once like you know these kind of like uppity like i'm just gonna say like the richer like vegan vegetarian crowd um got a hold of quinoa they started hiring the local indigenous people to you know get the quinoa so they could export it to the u.s uh and probably other areas um here's the problem that was that people's main food group and since so much was being exported they don't have food now and like this big traditional cultural food is now they they're harvesting it you're doing all the work to just never get to eat it to never get to use it so i don't eat quinoa for that reason it's the same reason i don't buy imported fruit um if you want like a 30 40 minute elena rant just bring up the united fruit company and i'll go I'll go insane. Like I'm going to lose it. Like I'm I'm not well when it comes to that conversation. Um but yeah, so that's just why and that's also just like a little, you know, 
don't be a scab don't cross a picket line don't buy from people that suck um yeah so i actually have another vbs group i'm gonna give a little break and then we're gonna go to last year's vbs um to see our themes that one is kookaburra coast um this one's after the flood just so you know and it takes place in australia now yeah we're gonna take a break and we're gonna i guess we're gonna fly to australia And now it's time to uh, move down under to the Kookaburra Coast. Kookaburra Coast, a definite location that definitely exists in Australia. Um, so we're going to see. I kind of want to go over this to show the similarities, um, the things that are always included in these kinds of things. And then uh, just to look at how silly silly the kookaburra coast is um here we have regular baptist press introduces vbs 2022 and welcomes churches to give kids a memorable experience at kookaburra coast awesome adventures in god's glory now obviously there aren't any puns for kookaburras because we just have a memorable memorable experience instead of a dinormous one at Kookaburra Coast, kids will discover unique destinations and exotic animals, complete with Jeep excursions, animals in the outback, and wonders in the Great Barrier Reef. I wonder if their parents voted to uh, protect the Great Barrier Reef. Probably not. As students discover God's glorious handiwork in the land down under, they will encounter his life-changing glory in Jesus Christ and through adventures with Moses. Sorry, I just paused because... Okay. Like Moses, they will never be the same. Moses encountered God's glory on numerous occasions, but at Kookaburra Coast, students will learn about four of them. On fire, God's eternal glory, the burning bush. From captivity, God's gracious glory, the exodus. I see where this is going. Through the deep, God's mighty glory, the Red Sea. And on the mountain, God's awesome glory, giving of Ten Commandments. Now, I'm probably not going to go as in-depth with this one because I don't think all this stuff's, like, discounted, so it's hard to get a hold of, like, the other stuff. But let's see. I mean, I want to see how they make this evangelistic because right now it's just Moses. And technically, Moses, all he did was bust some people out of slavery. Then through in-person God's living glory in Jesus Christ, students will be introduced to the Savior. In fact, the gospel, along with lessons on Christ-like living, are part of every lesson. Kookaburra Coast is a fully integrated gospel-centered program that weaves the salvation message into each lesson. This is why Regular Baptist Press is the only VBS publisher recommended by Child Evangelism Fellowship. Oh, it's not foundation, it's fellowship. I hate that more. Anyway, the world's largest evangelistic outreach ministry to children. Anyone else think it's weird that there's an entire group? Like, there's obviously always groups that are into, like, educating kids, child welfare, things like that. Does anyone else find it weird as hell that there is a group that just wants to evangelize kids? Like, not their parent, just kids. I think that's weird. Like, wouldn't you as a parent be, like, upset if, like, a person from this group came and talked to your kid without your consent? Very wild. Anyway, churches agree. I'm not going to read the names of these people, but these are people from all around who like this. 
We see many children make decisions for Christ at VBS because of what they're learning. A decision for Christ is just saying that you said like the sinner's prayer or whatever. RBP's VBS is amazing and more cost efficient. They maintain traditional values while presenting the gospel in a kid-friendly way. I'm grateful for the message of Jesus and salvation being central to the daily teaching. Oh, so this is insinuating that every day they kind of do this. BBS reaches many in our community that we would not meet otherwise, knowing that the children in attendance will hear the gospel and be given the opportunity to respond is central to our selection. I find that they have the most evangelistic message. Thanks, pastor from Iowa. He finds they have the most evangelistic one. Unnamed pastor from Iowa. Wow. Their emphasis is on making the gospel clear to everyone. At the same time, they are lessons that focus on discipleship for those children who are already believers. So grab your binoculars, some grub, and a lot of sunscreen as you set off for Kookaburra Coast. Awesome adventures in God's glory. <sighs> okay. Oh, we have a little... Okay. I think this is really exciting. So we have the bio of the person who makes the VBS for regular Baptist Press. Let's see what he's about. He's a creative manager for VBS. He holds an MDiv and has served as a children's pastor in other ministry roles. MDiv is a Master of Divinity, which is just like a pastor degree. As a VBS director in local churches, he saw the impact VBS could have on not only children, but also the entire church and its outreach to the community. Now he's thrilled to be part of making sure churches have the tools they need as they reach children for Christ. On a normal day, you might catch him flying a drone with his daughter in his free time. I'm sorry, have you ever met a person who when they say, pick one fun fact about you and their option is flying drones with their child? What What is happening here? Okay, he also likes to read good books or articles, ride bikes with his family. He could have just said, I'm sorry, we're going back. He likes to read good books or articles, or you could just say he likes to read. Ride bikes with his family and play basketball. Apparently not with his family. We only ride bikes with them. Interesting. Okay. I knew it would be a white guy. I knew that. I'm not stupid. Oh my gosh. So, oh, so Kookaburra Coast has been switched into something else called the Wild Live. But like same idea. And they have showcases instead of lessons. So their showcase, for example, is students will respond to the revelation of God's love by loving others. I think it's interesting that it's kids will learn how to love people only like, I don't know, your like your parents essentially are the ones who teach you how to love because they're initially the first person that loves you like developmentally in terms of like unconditional like, yeah. I think replacing that relationship with somebody else leads to a lot of confusion for kids. Anyway, students will turn to God by faith so they can live obeying him. That's only day two in this kookaburra nonsense. They just go right in. Students will reflect Christ's compassion by helping those in need, unless those in need are an immigrant, gay, trans not them. I mean, I don't like I'm adding that, but like it's just such bull crap. Like they don't help those in need. They only bring people that are quote unquote in need to their church to just bring them into their church. Like it's always like underhanded. They wouldn't help these people if there wasn't an end goal. 
That's what makes me so mad. Students will follow Christ's example by humbling serving others. How is that different than the last one? They're going to help those in need, then they're going to humbly serve others. So like day three is only those in need. Day four is everyone. I'm confused. That's the same lesson twice. That's BS. Showing Christ's faithfulness. Oh, this is just like the Good Friday Easter story. Students will depend on Jesus for salvation and live faithfully for him. Students will depend on Jesus. I uh, The language is just so, yeah, it's not good. I also want to point out, like, when I said that thing, like, it's okay for a kid to think that, like, God loves them. It's replacing that love as being, like, yeah, it's it's the you need to understand that to love others thing that just doesn't make sense. That's what I, like, I don't care. Like, I think the whole, like, Christ love. I also think it's interesting they start it with, like, Christ love to just bring up that you're, like, evil anyway. And, yet, you know, it's just there's a lot in there that's not good. But yeah, that's, oh, Kookaburra Coast is being switched into the 2024 edition is what it seems to be. I couldn't figure out why this stuff came up all of a sudden, but it looks like they just, so what they did is they took Kookaburra Coast and they've switched a few things around and called it something else. And now they're pretending it's a new program, but it's not because this isn't Moses, I just realized. So they just took a different story with the same theme and it saves them money. I mean, that's not the craziest thing. It's just funny. Let's see who the puppets are for this. We have Wilder the Lion. These songs are boring. Like, one's just called A Humble Example. Like, what's that song about? I want to go back to Do the Dinosaur. That sounds way more fun than Set a Humble Example. Ah, yes. Operation Care, showing Christ to kids in India. So I like how the last one in Malawi, it was just hopeless kids. Now it's this kid, I will say, we see his full face, which is super problematic. This uh, child, he's Indian. Um, I'm I'm not very good with the regions of India, but he's like a, anyway, he's Indian. And um, he is at least wearing clothes. So that's a step up from the last one. But we do see his full face and could identify him with like a face app. So that's not, that's no bueno. I don't like that at all. He also, like the way he's postured is very non-dignifying. Um, the camera's looking down at him so that it is kind of like the person who took the picture stood over him and took the picture. So he looks smaller and like weaker. Um, that's on purpose. Um, I just want to point all that out. I know this is like heavy stuff for like what is kind of, sp- but like those are things that I think outside of Christianity, like everyone should know to like suss out. Like how are we dignifying people? Anyway, Operation Care Showing Christ to Kids in India. Love, compassion, faithfulness, even when others walk away. Eternal life. Kids in India desperately need Jesus and what he provides, especially kids like those living at a prison in southern India because their mothers are in jail. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I can't go on this rant because I don't have the mental energy. But how about the kids born in jail in the U.S.? A regular Baptist press. Or is that okay? Because I don't think that's good either. What are you doing for those kids? Because they exist. We have more people incarcerated in the United States than most countries. So to do a jail ministry out of countries, the most tone. Mm. Mm, that makes me so mad. Like those living in a Christian academy in Manapur whose families can't afford to take care of them. Oh my God. They. St- oh my God. 
They're going to go take care of kids in this Christian academy in Manapur. Their families can't afford to take care of them. How about you help the families become sustainable to take care of their children they're separated from? How about that trauma? You're acting like this is so chill. This is not. And this is created by you. Let me guess. I bet the parents work crap jobs for big companies like Lay's potato chips and stuff. Come on, let's look at the root of this. It's not just, oh, let's go give them a Bible. And if they follow Jesus, like that's no. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. Wow. That really ticks me off. I So full disclosure, I um, am part of a group called Showing Up for Racial Justice. That is an abolitionist group. Um, and the goal is to well, it's abolition in terms of like abolishing like prisons as a structure. Um, so it focuses more on like the incarceration section um, of racial justice and dismantling white supremacy. And like just everything about this is so wrong. Like it's so like and these are always the people fighting us when we have like just conversations about like lowering like budgets for taxpayers and like things that should be like easily agreeable for everyone anyway. Wow, that made me so mad. These, oh my gosh, we're still going. These homes, and they have homes in parentheses to like basically, oh my, oh my God, this, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to lose it. They're talking about people from India's homes not really being homes because they're so poor. I can't, I can't. Like, I understand we're American and like India, like India, we're going to just throw that one back at Britain. That one's 100% you guys, like for the colonialization, like the brutal shit. But guess what? Like American corporations, Americans are like complicit in all of this. So we can claim a touch of ignorance, but not that much. These homes could be considered places of desperation, but they have become windows of opportunity. In them, people show Jesus' love to kids and tell them about him. There's slim chance these children will hear about Jesus anywhere else. That's complete bullshit. Hindus add Jesus into their religion all the time. They're very pluralist, pluralistic, and they've definitely heard about Jesus. Only a handful of people in their cities are Christians. To find a handful India has a population, I think, of over a billion people. A handful in India could be the entire, like, population of, like, Costa Rica. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, that's a stupid thing to say. That's a lot of Christians. But, like, think about this wording. This is what I talked about last week with, like, my view of the UK and, like, their Christianity. They're always just barely any. You'll never run into them. And then there's actually these huge groups. They're just not completely in power. That's what it is. And by power, I mean evangelical power, because one of the things with England is the Church of England is considered like a like a apostate group. You know, like they want to bring people from Church of England over to evangelicalism just to replace the Church of England with evangelicalism. Like, that's the goal. And like India is just easier because they don't really have like that national religion. But anyway. Wow. Your VBS can make a difference through Operation Care. For $7, a child can have a Bible to learn about Jesus. So you just painted this picture of, you know, this pathetic kid with no parents or they're in prison and they can't eat and they're desperate. So let's give them a Bible. They can't, again, read. And I guarantee, because they probably put them all in Hindi because they're too stupid to know that people speak Punjabi, they speak Hindi, they speak Urdu, they speak a lot of different languages. And those are just three of the big ones. I'm not even bringing up like folk languages. Like I guarantee like these are just, oh, oh, this is making me crazy. A gift of $12 could provide a hungry boy or girl with a box of food. For 17, a child will have a blanket. I'm, wow. And for 50, a child can have a mat 
mattress and a warm place to sleep. Let's roll it back here. Let's roll it back here. India, like it's like I don't every region is different. And I know that the like weather changes, but like not every country they use mattresses like us. And there's like some reasons for that is like physical heat, like it stores heat. It makes you warmer, like bring just uh, by giving to Operation Carry, you'll be part of showing Christ to kids in India. You'll help them see he is worth trusting and following. And kids in your VBS will love getting involved and showing them how much they care. Play, prayerfully. Oh, my. Oh, my God. That was so bad. I I am going to have to give the biggest trigger warning. Oh, my Lord. So that's the freaking it was Kookaburra Coast and they just took the same crap and said wildlife and added a penguin. I don't really know what else to say. Um... Yeah, I wasn't expecting how bad they were. Gonna, like, that was really bad. I used to be so used to people talking like that. And now I'm realizing that I'm out of it enough that it really, like, whoa, like, that really shook me. Um, But anyway, that's VBS. Not the Lucy Dacus, Dacus song. Um, But I'm glad you listened. I'm glad you got to learn a lot about my personal things that make me angry um of course actually because it's come up a lot if you are interested legitimately in helping folks who do uh um have issues with poverty that's a super noble goal i even think it's noble on a international scale but i do think you should talk to your own community first and just get to know them um if you live in the u.s don't you're lying if you say that there's no poverty um I'd really like to promote, uh, of course, uh, showing up for racial justice as a national group. I'm part of the Buffalo chapter. Your town might have a chapter, too. That's aimed at white folks working to dismantle white supremacy. Please join. Um, They are a very well-structured, very forward-thinking group um, that really is just looking to rebuild things for a better society. Um, another group you can go to is Faith in Action. If you are someone like me who still holds on to um, uh, religion or still um, has like a lot of um, passion for just like bringing together religion to help further social social justice, Faith in Action does a lot, especially with. Um, working on restorative justice as a replacement for like carceral and punitive justice, working to um, just help, again, like showing up for racial justice, like dismantling white supremacy and so forth. Those are two um, groups in the U.S. that I can personally say I've worked with and can vet for. Uh, some of the other issues that came up, those just seem to be the two that really bugged me today. And on an international scale, do your homework and make sure that they're dignifying people. If you see them taking pictures of like young children and there's no parent in sight and they're in um, compromising positions or just like in a vulnerable space, probably don't give money to that group because they don't really dignify the folks um and again it's good to point at the poverty and issues in another country without looking at your own country one of the most uh influential things i've ever been told is when i was in nicaragua and you know it a lot of poverty issues in nicaragua a lot of issues with um really corporations political uh upheaval things like that and so you know we always asked well what what can we do when we go back to the u.s how how can we help you and what they said is fix your own problems because we're reaping the benefits of them and what that meant was your 
your problems you ship down to other countries you you, uh, you like these big western countries are creating the problems that create these issues that we have to quote unquote help when we need to get at the root cause um and the root cause is changing how our society works because we're controlling a lot of how other societies work and i think we saw that today so on that depressing bbs note um thanks for listening check out the website cringevangelical.com follow me on instagram at cringevangelical with a little underscore um follow my tumblr tumblr lady is a silly goose and of course follow my youtube elena paris um that's cringevangelical and thanks for listening